Hello, everyone. Before we get to this episode of Vernacular Podcast, I want to tell you about a new podcast that Vernacular is launching this month. It's called Third String, and it is hosted by yours truly and longtime Vernacular contributor Ishan Nath, two very much third string analysts on sports and news. But we are going to be breaking down sports and news for you on a weekly basis. We're really excited about the project. The first full episode is dropping on Tuesday, September 20th. So you can find that in your favorite podcast player by searching third string. That's three RD string. You can also go to our website, vernacularpodcast.com slash third string. Once again, three RD string, and you can read more there. You're listening to Vernacular Podcast. Hello, I'm Zach. And I'm Sally. And welcome back to Vernacular. This is Season 7, Episode 1. We're super yeah. excited for the rest of Season 7. Yeah, we have a great lineup of guests and conversations to be had, and we're really excited to reveal those to you as the season takes shape. And the season is still taking shape, so we're still lining up some of our interviews for the season. But so far, just to give you a little teaser, we're going to be talking to a vintage watch dealer. That's pretty interesting. We're going to be talking to a doctor slash bioethicist. We're going to be doing some cross-podcasting with other podcast hosts. And we're going to be having another roundtable. And we're going to be talking about The Crown. Right. And that'll be coming up in a few episodes. So if you haven't seen The Crown, I I actually haven't seen The Crown. Sally's seen it. I have not. So. Yeah. Zach's going to watch it before right. we record Gotta the episode. Gotta catch up before so I can talk. <laughs> but definitely before December 8th, which is when the new season of The Crown is released. Definitely. So anyway, we're super excited for this upcoming season. We hope that you are too. This episode is just going to be me and Sally shooting the breeze and a lightning round. So... Without further ado, let's give Nathan a call. Hello. Hey, Nathan. Hey, how's it going? Good. Hey. So glad we could catch you for your <laughs> lightning round. Yeah, I'm excited. So for our longtime listeners, you'll recognize Nathan as another longtime listener, sometimes guest on Vernacular, and Patreon supporter. So we wanted to give him a lightning round. A proper and, shout out and with thank a lightning him for round. His support. Yes. So Nathan, thanks so much for listening to the podcast all the time. You're a great friend of ours, and we're really grateful to have you be such a good listener and someone who writes in with and feedback to the show. And one of our biggest, show. if not our biggest supporter. Yeah, so. so we really appreciate it, and we are ready to give you a lightning round if you're ready to go. Yeah, yeah, you guys have been great, and the podcast has improved a lot over these past three seasons. So, yeah, it's awesome. Well, thanks, man. Not that you were bad to start with. Oh, no, that's okay. We want to hear that. Can only go. I don't think I could go back and listen to episodes from season one. I would just, my ears would bleed. We have tried. It is kind of funny. I mean, it's it's very Except for yours, of course. I would listen to yours again, which was from season one. Yeah, and if our listeners have not heard Nathan and his wife, Sadie, uh, talk on the podcast, you should go check out their previous episodes because they have quite a story to tell, and it's incredible. So, anyway. Without further ado, we will start the lightning round. And Nathan, since you've listened to this, you know the rules of the lightning round. We're going to ask you a series mm -hmm. of either – well, it is a series of or questions. I guess they're not even either. There's or questions. And you have to answer quickly, mm -hmm. hence the lightning round. And uh, we're inspired by Bon Appetit's Foodcast where they do this. They always end with the question, olive oil or butter? So we pick up where they leave off. We start with olive oil or butter. So first question, Nathan, olive oil or butter? I always picture myself answering this one, and because I'm lactose intolerant, it's got to be olive oil. There uh. you go. <laughs> now, I thought yeah. I thought that butter had a fairly low amount of lactose, so that 
a lot of people who were lactose intolerant could eat it. Is that not true? Not low enough for me. Bummer. I'm sorry. We, about use, that. we usually wind up going with some kind of vegan butter. Yeah. It, I don't forget what it's called. First yeah. balance or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. Okay. All well, right. olive oil is yeah. great anyway. I mean, if I'm answering this question, I used to say butter. I think these days we are very olive oil. Olive oil. Yeah. yeah. We've been doing a lot with olive oil. Okay. We also know you're a hunter. Yeah. It's, uh, I think, duck season mm-hmm. right now in North Dakota where you guys live. Uh, but... uh, Starts the 23rd. Yeah. Oh, 23rd. Coming up. Okay. So yeah. duck yeah. season coming up. But would you rather hunt duck or quail? Quail, I think. Okay, and then mm, no, oh. yeah, quail. <laughs> it's okay. You can waffle. Um, okay, and then chocolate or peanut butter, and we'll go with vegan chocolate. Chocolate. Nice, excellent choice. I agree with that. I don't know if Sally does. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's hard. Well, we also know you're from Michigan. You grew up there. Uh, Sally is from a neighbor, Illinois. Uh, and mm-hmm. Sally's always raved to me about Michigan produce, specifically blueberries and cherries. So Michigan blueberries yep. or Michigan cherries? Blueberries. Nice. nice. Right in front of my 10-acre blueberry farm. Oh, my oh, goodness. So jealous right now. Yeah. That sounds amazing. <laughs> okay, beer or wine? Beer. Okay, pizza or burgers? <clears throat> Again, with the lactose intolerance, I got I to gotta go towards burgers. Uh, I have heard, I have heard that there are some vegan pizzas out there that, are that do well amazing. with cashew cheese. I don't know if you've tried those, yeah. but maybe maybe worth a shot. Sadie has actually done that. Yeah, it's not too bad. But it's not cheese at the same time, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, on. yeah. Or some really sharp cheddars I can do because they have a not much lactose. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. So lactose is actually a sugar. So if the cheese says it has no sugar, then you're good to go. Oh, wow. Learning so many new things right now. Yeah, no kidding. That's so interesting. (laughs) Sounds good. Okay, summer or winter? And maybe you should imagine this summer or winter not being in North Dakota. (laughs) So maybe in Colorado, summer or winter. Or Michigan. Yeah, or Michigan. (laughs) Yeah, I would would say Colorado winters, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Spring or fall? Fall hunting. Okay, now we're going to go head to head. Fall or winter? Fall. Nice. Okay. <laughs> hunting, skiing. Yeah. Football or baseball? Uh, football. I would uh, say. Oh, terrible answer. Yeah, I do like football, that. though. <laughs> All right, we'll stay on the outdoors theme here. Climbing or hiking? Climbing, for sure. Okay, so. Or that... you could hike to your climb. There you go. That's, that's the yeah. best of both worlds. And this. That yeah. that answer maybe indicates your answer on this next one, which is beach or mountains. Mountains, yeah. Okay. Uh, moving to yeah. entertainment, I'm not even sure if you're a fan of either of these, but uh, I'll just ask the question anyway: Narcos or Breaking Bad? Uh, no, I haven't seen either of them, but I've heard <laughs> good things about Narcos. Okay. So. Well, you should also hear good things about Breaking Bad. They're both pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah. But fair enough. All right. Okay, and I don't even know if you have an opinion about this either, but Taylor Swift or Katy Perry? <laughs> We're I like asking this all the way. Her T- new songs, I, said... I've been jamming to those. The uh, the brand new ones. Yeah, look what you made me do, and uh, are you ready for it? Oh, yeah. nice. Okay, nice. You're, you're a fan of look what you made me do. We're actually talking about that yeah. on our next roundtable. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we I, have we have some hard great, words. It's a great lifting song. Yeah. <laughs> it's a oh, song? I can see that. A great lifting song. Oh, yeah, yeah I can see that. Because then I can just... imagine that someone else is making me lift weights and it's not <laughs> my own self. It's just 
torturing myself like that. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's maybe the only thing I can imagine that song being good for, but you've, you're maybe changing my perspective on it a little bit. <laughs> we'll bring that into the round table. All right. Not sure if you've seen either of these. I know you're not a huge TV person, but uh, sitcoms here, Battle of the Sitcoms, Big Bang Theory or How I Met Your Mother? Um, I like Big Bang Theory for all the nerdiness in it. Okay. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Yeah. I think it might be running one or two seasons too long, but it is a pretty funny show. Is it still yeah, running? I, I don't still watch going. it anymore. Wow. I'm talking about like the episodes from five years ago. Yeah, something. exactly. Exactly. It's, it's kind of the yeah. same joke repeated. Most hey, we're all nerds and it's funny. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Along the same theme, Netflix or Hulu? Mm, it's pretty much half and half in our house. Okay. But probably Hulu. All right. Fair yeah. enough. We're kind of a half and half Netflix and Amazon Prime video household with a little bit of Hulu yeah. sprinkled in. But our free yeah. our free yeah. trial of Hulu ended. So we're now. Yeah, <laughs> we had this never ending free trial of Hulu because gotcha. we had a free trial. And then I said that I was going to cancel it. And they offered me an extension on my free and trial. And they kept doing that repeatedly. <laughs> yeah. And then like eventually twice. they just And then finally they stopped. So, so it ran out. All right. Your final, nice. final question of the lightning round, Nathan. Uh, Apple just had a big event this week where they launched their new iPhones, including the iPhone 10 or iPhone X, mm-hmm. as it's written. Uh, Android, on the other hand, still has a lot of phones out there, and Google's coming out with their new Pixel in early October. So your question, dun dun dun, drum roll, iPhone or Android? iPhone, yeah. All right. I mean, I know you're on Pretty iPhone because you have the, the Apple blue. Yeah, exactly. You're you're just spot in. Yeah. When I've texted you, yeah. you have blue uh, blue iMessage bubbles. So, yeah, you're, yeah. you're bought in at this point. I remember your status or something about, like, that's the biggest reason to stay with Apple. Yeah. <laughs> totally you don't want to leave the blue. That's right. I, don't, can't, I can't yeah. stand the social pressure when I have a green text bubble on people's phones. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like, what are you doing with your life? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that wraps up the lightning round, Nathan. Thanks so much for coming on. It was a lot of fun. And thanks again for your support of the podcast and for always listening. And we'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome, guys. Thanks. Thanks, Nathan. Okay, Sally, what should we talk about next? I think we should talk about first what's happening in the world and then what's happening in our lives. There's so much happening in the world. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I don't even know where to start with that. Okay. Well, pick the things that just stick out to you and, yeah. There's so much that sticks out to me. How about we we narrow it down to a sector? Okay. A sector. So Like the tech sector. All right. We'll pick tech. Okay. Let's pick tech. So here's your tech update from vernacular tech vernacular update tech update. from vernacular okay here are, don't expect this to be a regular thing here are two th- yeah definitely not here are two things i think we need to talk about though so the first is the new iphone yes or, or iphones i should say so on september 12th which was last tuesday apple announced their new iphones and we've had the iphone 7 and 7 plus right traditionally apple has gone from the number the numbered iteration of a phone like the iPhone 4, to the next year being the 4S. S, right. And so okay. every two years, historically, there's been an incremental uh, step up, step up to the next number, right? Right. So it would make sense for Apple to do the iPhone 7S this year, right? Yes. Wrong. Wrong. That's not what they did. This year, Apple decided to go straight to the 8, and then even more ridiculously, 
Because that's, I mean, that's not actually, that's that's not ridiculous. They can do whatever they want. They, yeah. can, they can go from the 7 to the 8. That actually makes more sense than going, really, if you think about it. Is it just supposed to, to imply that it's that much better it's than the 7? that much more of a shift, okay. I think. Okay, okay. but here's, here's where it gets ridiculous. So they've also used Latin numerals for all of these, right? Like 1, 2, 3, 4, oh, 5. Yeah, they've not yeah. used Roman numerals for right, those. Right, right, right. But not only do they release the iPhone 8 and 8 Plus when they could have released the 7S. Okay. That's fine. They released the iPhone 10, which is really the iPhone X, but it's Roman numeral, so it's pronounced iPhone 10. So I didn't realize that. I saw that somewhere in, right. when I was reading about it, and I thought right. it was the iPhone X. <laughs> and this is Apple being Apple. So Moto, which is the handset division formerly of Motorola, okay. Motorola, I think now they're owned by Lenovo or something. But Moto has already come out with a phone called the X, the Moto X. Oh. So the iPhone X can't really be the X because that's unoriginal and Apple always has to pretend like they're the first to do anything. So it's the iPhone 10. And there's no iPhone 9. And there probably never will be an iPhone 9 because the iPhone 9 will be coming out after the iPhone 10. So what is it slash supposed to X. mean? I think I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's just like the X factor. I don't know. I don't know. My mind jumps too since I read the right stuff last year. Right. Or earlier this year, rather. The X1. It makes me think of experimental, X for experimental. Yes. But it's not experimental. It's definitely not experimental. Apple's billing this as the future of handset technology. Wow. Yeah. So maybe the next one will be like the X1? No. No, I don't think so, because that would imply that it was the first X, right? And really, it, it would be this, the next one would be the second X. So the X2. I don't know. But so <laughs> here's the thing. The second thing. So Apple is billing this as the future of handset technology. Okay. And it's not. That's the thing. It's totally not. So a couple things here. First, all right, let's just review the stats for the iPhone 10. I keep calling it the iPhone X because that's what my brain wants to do when I see an X. But right, no, right. IPhone, uh, Apple insists it's the 10. But here's the thing. Okay, so the iPhone X, what does it have? You think this is going to be a really great, amazing phone that's going to change the game, right? Okay, so let's just compare this to the Galaxy S6 that was released in 2015, okay? The iPhone 10, 7.7 millimeters thick. The Galaxy S6, thinner than that, 6.6 millimeters. The iPhone 10, IP67 certification, which is a like a water resistance rating. Okay. It is not submergible at, at IP67. Okay. The Galaxy S6, IP68 certification, so it's even better. And this is, again, from 2015. Wow. The iPhone 10, 12 megapixel, 2160p uh, camera. The Galaxy S6, in 2015, a 16-megapixel, 2160p camera. Wow. Um, the uh, Galaxy S6 also had a higher-resolution display than the iPhone 10 does. Uh, same storage. The iPhone uh, is now coming out with a super uh, AMOLED screen. The Galaxy S6 had that in 2015. Wow. The Galaxy S6 also had more cores than the new upcoming iPhone 10. Same amount of RAM, same Wi-Fi capabilities, uh, near-field communication or NFC for any purpose on the Galaxy S6 in 2015. On the iPhone 10, you can only use it for Apple Pay. The Galaxy S6 in 2015 had wireless charging. iPhone 10 finally has wireless charging. So does the iPhone 8 and 8 Plus, but Apple's just way behind the power curve. Maybe most importantly, the Galaxy S6 had a headphone jack. <laughs> in 2015, the iPhone 10. But just to play devil's not. advocate, the Galaxy S6 had a lot of problems with it, right? I mean, and people don't. And are, it's are you Android. thinking of the one that was catching on fire? Yeah. Okay, is that so the same mi one? minor issues, minor issues. <laughs> um, 
No, I think that was the Galaxy Note. And so, yes, that is certainly a problem. <laughs> I think. <laughs> and I mean, wouldn't people say still that that an Apple phone just works better than an Android? And so they prefer right. it from a. Right. I don't know. So I think there's some truth to that. We've talked about this before, right? There's the whole ecosystem argument for the Apple products, right? You don't want to leave one because they work so well with each other. Yeah. So there's yeah. that as well. Generally, I think customer satisfaction is higher on an Apple product. So that's all great. But the the problem is, I think, Apple builds all these as the future. They're when, not the future. Okay, right. If anything, they are uh, refinements to existing technology. Right. And so Apple's just not leading the curve on anything. Yeah. With the exception of Animojis, another major selling point, supposedly, <laughs> for the iPhone X. So there's, there's, there's one thing that Apple builds as the key distinguisher – uh, between uh, of this iPhone versus the iPhone 8 or 8 Plus, for example, and that is that it has a very powerful uh, front-facing camera slash detector that can do facial unlock with your phone. Ooh. Yeah, so it can look at your face, shoot, you know, a thousand little infrared lasers at it, <laughs> and suck out your soul like a Dementor. <laughs> now, I, I, that's... Um, I have to give credit to this YouTube parody that I saw of the iPhone X announcement, and it's, it's funny. We'll link it in the show links. But, yeah, so you can do facial unlock, which to me just seems totally unnecessary. I mean, right. how many times have I pulled up my phone and just wished that it would stare at my face and unlock rather than me hold my thumb over the fingerprint button? Right, and then punch in a four-digit code. Yeah, it's so silly. Yeah. I mean, in in my, in my phone's case, I don't think you have the fingerprint unlock i do not um, i do so i don't even have to punch in the code i just oh. literally hold my thumb there and it unlocks yeah that seems there's been like the I, same thing i can think of zero instances in which i would think darn it i wish that i could just unlock this with my face instead of my thumb right right it just, unless your thumb is dirty <laughs> right or like there's water on it i guess right, yeah right. so but the iphone 10 is not fully waterproof so i mean even then i wouldn't e yeah yeah um, okay so yeah that's the facial unlock thing okay. but another part of this technology I think it's the same technology that does this. But another major selling point, supposedly, for the iPhone X is Animojis, where you can... And those are animated emojis. <laughs> exactly. So you could have the phone look at you while you do something, you know, open and close your mouth, I guess, shake your head, whatever. And then turn and, that into... Right. Wow. Into an emoji. So you can make... You can make... You can make your own emoji. You can make your own poop emoji smile, for example. I mean, just... Endless possibilities so choose... with this application, really. <laughs> so you choose an initial emoji, and then the, it mimics your facial expression. Look, I don't know. I mean, I haven't, I haven't played this. <laughs> but what I saw on the stage was were people, like Apple executives, making a unicorn laugh or making poop smile. Right, and right. And I was just thinking, why would I spend $999, which, by the way, is the price tag on the iPhone right. 10, for this ability? This is... This is like the Snapchatization of Apple, and it's just yeah, yeah. really, really dumb. <laughs> so that's the uh, – we've probably talked too much about iPhones already, but that's the big news from Apple. So, Well, the other thing that I have also read, and supposedly this is – I don't know, maybe maybe again I'm playing devil's advocate, but aren't they turning their stores into what they now call town squares or they're – adding those to their stores they're going to have stores but also town squares in an effort to build more community around the iphone yeah yeah so 
Apple does this every time they have a keynote. They try to talk about how wonderful they are as a company and how socially conscious they are and how they're always making the world a better place. Well, I think they have to, right? Because there's so much – I mean, we've done it on this podcast. Of course they do. There's so much criticism of iPhone, of of smartphones in general, and how introverted they make us, how – I guess not introverted, but isolated they make us. So, it, right, this is their response to that. Yeah. No, absolutely. I think you're totally right. But – Think back to that very first Apple commercial in the Super Bowl. Um, I don't remember what year it was. It Wasn't it 1984? Been... Well, it was definitely about 1984. I th- so I still haven't finished the Steve Jobs book no, I think, because I, think I it was stopped reading it I think in you're like right. January. But I think I remember them saying in the book that the reason it is similar to 1984, the book, is because the year was 1984. Okay. Yeah, that that checks. Okay. So the commercial played in the, I guess, 1984 Super Bowl. I'm pretty sure, but I could be wrong. And it was announcing the new Macintosh, right? And so this was Steve Jobs' vision for the future of personal computing. And it really was a game changer in a lot of respects. Much more than the iPhone X is a game changer. Right. And the commercial, uh, it's a very famous commercial. If you haven't seen it, we'll link it in the show notes. But the commercial is a bunch of people staring at a screen, clearly being indoctrinated by Big Brother slash the state, whatever. This is a dystopian future. Yeah. And then this... A female, uh, almost like track and field athlete wielding a sledgehammer comes in and swings the sledgehammer around and shatters the screen and and therefore... Frees everyone. Yeah, exactly. Frees everyone from the shackles of of government. And um, so that's that's the the original Apple vision, right? Freeing everyone from those shackles, from the shackles of uniformity, indoctrination, et cetera. And then Apple talks in their keynote about how great their Apple squares are. And one of the pictures showing a, just in my opinion, complete lack of self-awareness is the people in one of these Apple squares who are all sitting looking at this giant screen where something is playing in front of them, just like in their 1984 commercial that they were supposed to That's be really standing against. That's really funny. We will also link that picture in the show notes. Or maybe we'll just make it the uh, like the theme picture for this Oh, episode, yeah. That sounds good on the website. Yeah. yeah pretty ridiculous. So yeah. that's my first bit of tech news, I would say. <laughs> Okay, what's your second bit of tech news? So this one's going to be a lot shorter and less controversial, just interesting, and especially interesting to us now that we live in Austin because it's possibly it's in the conversation for this. But Amazon recently announced that they are looking to build a second headquarters for their North American business. Because their first headquarters is Seattle? Seattle, okay. exactly, yeah. So Bezos, I think, is from Seattle, but that's okay. where he, he set up shop there. So why and do they need a second headquarters? They're just growing so much. Growing so much, yeah. And they're they're doing so much. I mean, yeah. Amazon has... Well, they just took over Whole Foods. <laughs> yep, they just bought Whole Foods. They're moving into Whole Foods now. They're giving Whole Foods benefits to Prime members. They're reducing prices because Amazon can eat up the margins. And yeah, they're just expanding exponentially. I mean, if you have a Prime membership now, you have uh, music, you have obviously your free delivery, you have photo storage, you have Kindle benefits. That billboard for Prime Now. Yeah, Prime Now in in certain areas, you can get two hour free shipping. Crazy. So Amazon's doing a lot of things, and I think it's just not super beneficial for them to have one headquarters on the west coast of the very large continent. And so I think they're just looking for a second place to set up shops. Some people have mentioned San Francisco as a possible candidate city. I don't think it'll happen just because it's also on the west coast. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. I think we'll see something more central. I mean, I think like a Kansas City is a very possible landing point because it's it's in a pretty – well, if you're talking – yeah, actually, I guess either Kansas or Missouri, fairly friendly as far as like business tax laws for Mm. the state. Um Lots of room to grow in that city yeah. uh, or in cities like it. But Austin's been in the in the conversation because it's a large city with the infrastructure to support that. Oh, um, 
But does it really have the infrastructures to support that? Yeah, I was going to say that. I mean, I mean, we haven't been here that long, but it just seems so crowded. Yeah, so Amazon released a list of its criteria for what it what they need basically okay. to to have a candidate city, and they need you know like affordable housing and obviously capacity to just support you know I, mean, yeah. I think the number is fifty thousand people coming into this headquarters. So this is crazy. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, so is Detroit in the running? Uh, Detroit isn't the running. People are talking about how it would be a great thing yes. for Detroit yeah, so to help re- Detroit's rebound. That's what I think, exactly. I think that that should be a no-brainer. Like, send it to a city. Maybe there's another city like that that I, right, I don't, right. I'm not aware of. But send it to a, take it to a city that needs that rebuilding, that needs jobs, that needs more people, that needs, you know, reinvention. Right. That would be a great idea. It would. So basically, don't send it to a place that doesn't need it. Yeah, exactly. Like Austin or like I, Dallas. I'm, I'm going to think so. Washington D.C. has been mentioned. That's a yeah, possibility. That's crazy. Can you I'm going to think so highly of Amazon if they take their business to a place that needs it, rather than a place that already would be cheap for them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, they'll they'll. Uh, I think they would. It would make sense for them to look for. A marriage of the two, a place that's cheap and beneficial. Okay. Because it's also PR for them, right? If they sure. have a role in like the rebuilding of Detroit. Or yeah, sure. Like that. That's fine. But I think that would be great PR. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, yeah. on the awesome point, I hope they don't come here because traffic's already bad enough and my <laughs> commute is already too long because of traffic. Yeah. So yeah. adding 50,000 people to that mix does not make much sense. <laughs> Can't even imagine. Yeah. But anyway, that's my second piece of tech news that's probably we can probably pause there and move on to other things all right well before we move on to what i want to talk about i think we should have a word from our sponsor this episode of vernacular is brought to you by aloha aloha offers organic plant-based protein powders bars superfood greens and teas i've used their protein powders for over a year and they're great every powder is free of stevia soy and dairy and made from peas pumpkin seeds hemp seeds and nine other real ingredients They have no artificial sweeteners, colors, or preservatives. And on top of that, each serving of Aloha provides 18 grams of plant-based protein, 200 milligrams of omega-3s, and healthy doses of iron and magnesium alongside a complete amino acid profile. The protein powders come in four different flavors, chocolate, vanilla, banana, and mixed berry. My personal favorites are their chocolate and vanilla flavors, and I've used them in smoothies, pancakes, muffins, and I'll even just stir the powder into plain Greek yogurt. They taste delicious, and I love their subscription options. To try out one of their protein powders, superfood greens, bars, or teas, just head to aloha.com. And when you do, make sure to enter the promo code VERNACULAR at checkout so that you can receive 15% off on your first order. All right, Sally, what else should we talk about today? Okay, so we kind of did this last season where I ask us a few questions and we each answer. So, for instance, we'll start off with, what are you reading? Ooh, what are you reading? Great question. So, I don't know if I've talked about the Sunday long read before, but the Sunday long read is an email that I get every Sunday, and it's by a a, a journalist named Don Van Nata. He also has co-editors of this newsletter. Okay. It's free. But it's basically a wrap-up of the week's best journalism. It has a heavy sports emphasis, but not at all exclusively on okay. sports. I would say maybe 30 to 40% of the articles are about sports. And so does long read mean long-form journalism? Yes. Okay. Exactly. So, and I've talked about how Everyone much knows I love that's your favorite. long-form journalism. It's amazing. <laughs> it's the best. So I've been enjoying so if we, that. If we have listeners who agree with you, they should sign yes, up for this Yes, definitely email. check out the Sunday long read um, from Don Van Nata. Cool. Uh, we can put a, a link to that in the show uh, notes as well. So that'd be the first thing I would say. 
Second, I've become a huge Michael Connelly junkie. We have recently got into watching Bosch. Maybe we'll talk about that in a future episode. But Bosch is an Amazon Prime series, speaking of Amazon uh, and Prime benefits. Um, And it's based on uh, a Michael Connelly book series about Bosch. And uh, I've been into specifically reading the Michael Connelly books about uh, Mickey Haller, who's the Lincoln lawyer, if you've seen that movie. And uh, Mickey Haller ends up, uh, you you end up finding out he's Bosch's half brother, and spoiler. so there's yeah spoilers. <laughs> sorry about that, but there's a lot of it, basically it's a common universe the uh, the Mickey Haller Lincoln lawyer and Bosch yeah the two worlds. series intersect. So I've been reading a lot of Mickey Haller um, Michael Connelly books and they're great. I've also been enjoying this book called The Game by John Pessa and it's about as he puts it Major League Baseball's power brokers and it is a story nonfiction long book about 500 pages about the inner workings of Major League Baseball and their front offices, and that's just a subject that I find fascinating. So it traces the development of Major League Baseball into what it is today, uh, but primarily focuses on the 1990s because that's a lot of a lot of things happened then, including a player strike that canceled half of a season. So kind of a really interesting chapter to see the dynamics between Major League Baseball owners, leadership, uh, as far as league leadership, players association, union, um, all of that stuff. So I've been really enjoying that read. Nice. Okay. So I too am reading Michael Connolly now. Yeah. You have got me onto him. I um I had I was reading some Dorothy Sayers mysteries, and I've been reading mysteries for like the past few months. So I figured I needed to start try Michael Connolly because I do like the Lincoln Lawyer movie. So I got the next book that comes right after The Lincoln Lawyer. So it's also starring Mickey Haller, and it's called The Brass Verdict. And I just finished it, and I really, really, really enjoyed it. It was super fun and just a really fast read. Like even though it was 547 pages, the chapters are short, yeah. and it's just very intriguing and he's, he's and such gripping. a good writer. He really is. He really is. And it's all in first person, which I wasn't expecting, but I liked that. Um, so I just finished that, which means that I can start the two books that I picked up from the library just this week. Uh, the first one is also by Dorothy Sayers. It's the third book that includes both Peter Whimsey, which is her main detective character, and Harriet Vane, which is a his love interest slash a detective mystery writer. And I just love their interactions, so I'm reading those books four books by Dorothy Sayers in order. And the third one is Gaudy Night, which I've actually already read. And I think I've even talked about it on this podcast. But when I read it the first time, I kind of got stalled halfway through because it was so long. Yeah. And now I just think I'm going to appreciate it more reading it in context. So I got that. And then my, my nonfiction read is going to be by Lawrence Wright, who wrote The Looming Tower. And the last time that we talked about the books that we're reading up, um, on vernacular. I mentioned that I was going to read the Looming Tower. I did. It was fantastic. So interesting. And now I'm reading The Terror Years, which is his new one. He's another really good writer, Lawrence Wright. Yeah. And he's based in Austin, Texas, actually. Oh, yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah. That's what I'm writing, reading. What are we watching? And I think you already Oh, I spoiled it. Said that. Sorry. I didn't <laughs> yeah, know that was a that's question. Okay. So, we're watching the Bosch series and going to start the crown because i've seen it and you haven't that's right so yeah i guess that's what we are we are watching we did finish the oj series if you were following us on instagram over our break we watched the oj show which is what is that called again the american american crime story american crime story on netflix oj simpson versus the people or the people versus oj simpson yeah and that was awesome highly recommend but sally pointed out yesterday while we were watching bosch that she just feels like we've been watching a lot of la 
LA uh, criminal defense stuff lately because we've been watching yeah. we watched the we watched Lincoln Lawyer about yep. a month ago yep. then we watched the OJ Simpson OJ, series yeah. and now we're watching Bosch, Bosch. So all of it takes place in LA it's which is funny. appropriate because we're preparing for our California trip that's right so we'll just jump to that what are you looking forward to uh, I would say I'm looking forward to our California trip perfect wow what a great segue <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're going to be going into flying into San Diego, spending three days there, and then going up the coast and spending three days in LA. Yeah, so exciting. We're going to go to SeaWorld, maybe the San Diego Zoo for sure. For sure. And then uh, we're going to be staying at an Airbnb uh, in the in kind of a Santa Monica area of LA, which is pretty exciting uh, from what I've heard. I've been there once, but it was years and years ago. So we're excited to just spend some beach time, get some good food. Check just out OJ's haunts. Enjoy I'm some great kidding. weather, hopefully. It's really hot and muggy and Go awesome to Hollywood. Here, so yeah. yeah. Well, I am looking forward to that, but even before that, I'm looking forward to Esther's third birthday in two weeks. It's coming up. So exciting. And I'm looking forward to the cooler weather, which is apparently coming, but is not here yet. <laughs> I wouldn't say that it's terribly hot, but it's just muggy and it's hot enough that I'm not loving it. Well, so. we had that teaser two weeks where we were right. having highs in the mid 80s. Yeah. That and it was felt fantastic. amazing. And now it's just kind of climbing again. Right. Okay. What are you listening to podcast wise? If you want to do music too, that's fine. Yeah. Podcast. So, uh, well, let's just start with music. So, my favorite band is Need to Breathe. I love their stuff. I've been playing it a lot at work lately. And they released a couple new singles, which are interesting, kind of a different sound from what they've had. It seems like they change their sound every every album release. I think That's kind of cool. It is kind of cool. Uh, at this point, I like their newest album more than the new singles. Okay. But uh, open to have my mind changed on that. So music-wise, that's what I've been listening to. Podcast-wise, it's most of the same, except I've added this one called The Pitch, which is a Gimlet Media podcast. And it's a bunch of startups that pitch... Uh, venture capitalists and explain their vision for their companies. Very interesting. Hearing some bad ideas, hearing some good ideas. <laughs> uh, my favorite part is when the uh, the VCs uh, weigh in on what they think. Oh, nice. Think American Idol with uh, a bunch of Simon Cowells, etc. Or it's like that shark, shark Tank. Shark Tank. Yeah, I've actually never seen Shark Tank. Neither have I've I, heard but it just all about sounds it, like it. It's, it's exactly that concept. Okay, yeah. okay. I mean uh, – Startup founders pitch real investors, and you hear the criticisms. Okay, yeah. Now, I mean, I, I say they're Simon Cowell's. They're not really Simon Cowell's because they give constructive criticism. So they're all pretty nice VCs, but they are uh, they're they're not going to waste their money. So right. if they don't think you have a good idea and you don't think you're headed you. in the right direction, they're going to tell you. Yeah. It's, it's just it's just interesting. I don't know. I like I like it. Yeah. I like it no, a lot. I should try listening to it. I need to. Well, I am, since homecoming has ended, um, which was good, but it kind of got a little less good as time went on. I am interested to see if they will come out with a new season. Yeah, that was, it just ended strangely. You and I didn't even know it was A little abruptly, yeah. Yeah, it was very odd. (laughs) So I started a new podcast, Cohesive Home, which was a suggestion of the Girls Next Door podcast. Um, They had recommended Cohesive Home, and I really like it. It's about these two minimalist moms. Um, and how they lead their families in with a kind of minimalist uh, approach to their life. And I've 
been loving this season of The Simple Show. I don't know if I've talked about The Simple Show before, but Tish Oxenreiter, she is the host of The Simple Show. She also has a few other hosts who they change out each week. She has different hosts who come on. And but this the theme for this season is essentialism, which is similar to minimalism, but it's about um it, it they have the same format in each episode, but it's on a different topic. So they'll say what are we saying yes to and what are we saying no to with respect to a certain topic? So dating your husband was this week's um, topic. And another one was TV and movies. And another one was food. So I don't know. It's just been really cool and actually inspiring, which leads us into what I was going to say, ask us next. What are we eating? What are we eating? Um... You, you start this one. Okay. I'm, so I'm, I'm trying to think. No, that's really fine. So the reason why I was inspired by The Simple Show is because they talked about CSAs, getting a share from Oh, a that's a good one. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's CSA so cool. CSA being community-supported agriculture. Yeah. And both of – Tish is from Austin. And I was like, oh, we live in Austin. This is a very – I'm sure there's plenty of op- options to get a CSA. This is a super hipster place. So <laughs> there are plenty of CSA options. Yeah, and we just – we don't usually – we've never really – attempted to support local agriculture before even though that's something that we wanted to do so we looked into it we found an, a, fa- a farm near us that we can just pick up a box of produce from our local whole foods um, each week and we just tried it out for four weeks so this is the third week we're about to pick up the third week of our four weeks and we've been loving it it's been great and all we need to do to be bona fide hipsters is drink kombucha now <laughs> Or make our own, right? Or, nah, I mean, I think it's actually more hipster to buy it at Whole to Foods. To just buy it. Yeah. So it's been great, though. I mean, I at first I was concerned. I was really stressing about the challenge of figuring out how to incorporate all the different vegetables that we're not usually used to eating. But now it's actually kind of simplified things because I can only – I'm only going to cook what – those veggies have i don't want to buy extra veggies though we have to buy fruit because there's no fruit in the box but i you know i only want to use those veggies i don't want to buy extra ones and and it just limits my options in terms of recipes and i don't know i think it's been really cool yeah that's a good answer Uh, i'm gonna go less healthy uh perhaps equally hipster no probably not equally hipster less hipster as well but breakfast tacos? Ah, yeah. Well, yes. just tacos in general. Allison's no, is a great tacos general. place. Yeah. Uh, our favorite restaurant so far is Torchy's Tacos. Yes. There are multiple locations so around Austin and actually outside of Austin as well, but it started here. So we love Torchy's. Uh, but breakfast tacos as well. It seems like every restaurant you go to around here, there's if you go in the morning, they sell breakfast tacos of some sort. So uh, I, love bre- I love tacos. I love breakfast tacos as well. Yeah. yeah and so, so I good. would say that would be my answer for this. Nice. Okay. So last question. What are we drinking? Like at this moment right now? Sure. Go for it. Uh, Blue Moon. My nice. standard. Yeah. It's a perfect thing for podcasting. Nice. Yeah. Blue Moon, Belgian white. Well, I noticed that you're almost done with this pack. So I think – I really think that now that we live near Trader Joe's, you need to go to Trader Joe's and do their like mix and match. I just need to clarify pack. to people listening. I did not finish a pack tonight. Like, oh, <laughs> I'm not like on my sixth blue moon right now. No. <laughs> but anyways, I just think it's cool that there's that option in Trader Joe's and we should try Yeah, it. the uh, the build your own six yeah. pack. 
But speaking of Trader Joe's, we are also drinking their coffee. And we have never tried Trader Joe's coffee before. Well, maybe once. But we've never bought it regularly before. Right. And it's so good. It's really good. It's cheaper than Starbucks, but I think it's better than Starbucks. Significantly cheaper than Starbucks. Yeah. But it is not cheaper than Costco. We're just not sure if we are going to like Costco coffee. And so we're a little As bit hesitant much. to get yeah. – to commit to buying like the forty pound right. bag, right? It's not so really what if we don't pounds, like it? But it's a large yeah. tin yeah. of coffee. Yeah, but it is so much cheaper. Because that's the co- that's the Costco mantra, right? You can save, but you really have to commit. You have to commit. <laughs> no, you will eat four gallons of mayonnaise. And when I buy something, I commit. Yeah, you do. That's true. Yeah. It worked for me growing up because we had a big family, and so right. My mom would be like, but "Yeah, we will. Right. We will eat these." You know, massive things of peanut butter. We'll, we'll eat 64 <laughs> ounces of peanut butter yeah. in two weeks. No problem. Yeah. But for a smaller family like ours, a uh, little bit more of a commitment up front. Yeah. Yeah. And I've just been loving the Trader Joe's. So I don't know. We'll see. Well, you did commit to buying this the shredded cheese the other day. And right. that was We had no problem. Comp- <laughs> That's true. We love cheese, but we were just using it in ways that you wouldn't necessarily use shredded cheese. like. <laughs> well, I was like, I can't buy both the block cheese and the shredded cheese because then that's a ridiculous amount of cheese. And while I am fine with freezing shredded cheese, I feel weird about cheesing, fr- freezing block cheese, which maybe that doesn't make sense. But anyways, yeah, so I didn't buy both, so I just bought the shredded <laughs> cheese. So we, we so killed a lot of shredded put, cheese. Like, shredded cheese handfuls of shredded cheese into a container for zach to take to work yeah it was so we just have to eat it i was with like oh fingers. well i like cheese so i would eat it with like a spoon i was a little more oh, civilized than that. okay okay but a co-worker saw me once and was like that's is that shredded cheese <laughs> i'm just eating it with a spoon i'm like yup sure is i was just like and hey he was like that's gotta eat pretty it. weird <laughs> but then i explained i said yeah so uh costco Co- i said costco like yeah. one word i was like costco yeah. and he was like he knew. oh was it one of those like giant, you know, two pack bags where they're each like three pounds? And I was like, yeah. He was like, oh, I know. Okay. S- say no more. I got it. <laughs> okay. Well, before we make people's ears bleed, I guess we should probably wrap this episode up. Okay. But this has been a fun start to season seven. I'm excited. It definitely has. And uh, we mentioned it at the very beginning in that little intro but just want to give a plug for our new podcast third string i'm hosting it with ishan nath and by the time you hear this podcast third strings first full episode will be live so head to uh itunes podcast player or apple podcast now excuse yes, me yes of course and search for third string three rd third not the not third spelled out so three rd string podcast to hear me and ishan talk about sports and news you can also go to our website at vernacularpodcast.com slash third string the r three rd string and uh listen to it there as well and speaking of our website you can head to our website and give feedback on our episode there or hear more complete episodes see what we've been up to uh, that's vernacularpodcast.com yeah also check us out on instagram and twitter at vernacular pod and yeah just let us know what you think of this first episode and what you're excited about for season seven and if you have any ideas because we're still we're still formulating it. Still building it. Yeah. But in the meantime, thanks so much for your support. Thanks for listening to Vernacular Podcast. I'm Zach. And I'm Sally. Have a great week.